0: Welcome to the Produce Industry Podcast, your weekly download on current events, trends, market reports, and community discussions. Join us each week from Tampa, Florida, as we cover all aspects of the produce supply chain industry. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Patrick Kelly. Hey produce people, welcome back to the Produce Industry Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Kelly. As always, I am honored to be here, coming to you live from Tampa, Florida. Today is November 21st, 2022. That's right, I am in the Dominican Republic right now. So I did record this with John Papp just about a week ago because I knew I was going to be hiking to the top of Pico Duarte in the Dominican Republic, everyone. Today we are going to talk all things sustainability with John Papp of Jack Vandenberg, Inc., they won the Sustainability Award at the IFPA Global Summit in Orlando, Florida last month. John and I are going to talk about this species of the human race in general. We're going to talk about preserving the species. We're going to talk about plastic. We're going to talk about compostable materials and talk about how you as a person can sustain living a sustainable life. What does sustainability actually mean? Well, John's going to tell you all about his mission, his goal, and what Jack Vandenberg's doing with the Sunrays brand. It's Thanksgiving week, everyone, and there is a lot of fresh produce in the stores. There's a lot of fall items in the stores. So I want to know, what is your meal for the week? What are you doing? What do you have planned? And please, let's figure out how to incorporate more produce into Thanksgiving meals. Stay tuned next week as we are going to talk all about the trek how the experience was, and those 30 miles that we took to help villages get clean running water, everyone. So without further ado, let's get John Papp on the line. Let's talk sustainability, sun rays, and more. Hey, John, welcome back to the show, my friend.
1: We're back at it again.
0: Guess who's back? Back again. Johnny's back. Tell some friends guess who's back guess who's back you know you know the song john yeah, come on <laughs> i got
1: my own soundtrack now
0: oh man uh, hey listen it was great to uh meet you in person uh last month and overall spend some time with you uh got to hang out with your sister a little bit nicole shout out to her as well um and we had some fun at the booth man i you know dan said it all sunrays
1: the only snack with impact <laughs> I told man, I told Dan, I mean, he's that voice is worth so much money. I well, I played say, that on loop at least 20 times after he did that. So let me tell you what he
0: said. As soon as we got done with both recordings and I sent it to you, he looked at me and goes, Both of those were crap.
1: As a sign of a perfectionist and a true <laughs> professional.
0: I mean, so so much so, John. I mean, it was just like Okay, I thought it was great. Um, if you want to check out what we're talking about, everyone, you can uh, go on our LinkedIn channels, uh, the Produce Industry Podcast or uh, Patrick Kelly in Produce and you'll see some of these videos that we've done. And a lot of people have already seen them, but just having a little bit of fun at the trade shows that we go to. Uh, now, this episode, uh, we're talking all things, SunRays, sustainability, packaging. Now, John, we're going to jump right into this because at the IFPA Global Event, uh your company was awarded with I believe it was the sustainability award, right?
1: Yeah, we got the uh the very first IFPA since they're that new association, their very first best sustainable packaging award. So that was really exciting for us.
0: And before we talk about that, let's let's talk about sustainability because the Sunrays brand. Um, The whole concept is around sustainability. So why don't you go ahead and give our listeners, you know, what the Sunrays brand is about. I know we talked a little bit about in the first episode, but we went more of the history, but let's dig really into the sustainability, you know, what you're trying to accomplish and why we're trying to see a better future, not just for ready the earth, but for our species.
1: Yeah. So where do I start? Um, At the beginning, John. (laughs) It's a very good place to begin. Or the middle. It's up to you. You know, wherever. No, I mean uh, Sunrays. Um, as you mentioned, you know we we developed this brand to really be a snack with impact. Going back to Dan's beautiful uh, message there, so we really hit on two fronts uh, with the snack with impact. We do the social component, which is our partnership with Save the Children, which hits on helping children from a nutritional and educational standpoint in the United States and around the world. And it's an important mission to us internally, but we feel like it's also a, really a mission that pretty much anybody can connect with. I mean, it's children. I mean, who, who's, who's going to argue about helping children? Investing in children pretty much sets you up uh, for a successful future. And the powerful thing with doing something Uh, on the social front and then we're going to get to the sustainability front in a second is it does trigger that dopamine. So, you know, just consuming a piece of product that you love, let's say it's grapes in this case, or mandarins or any kind of fruit that you really like, your brain is going to secrete that dopamine. And that dopamine is that feel good feeling, you know, that you've, that you're either doing something uh, that you enjoy or that's pleasurable and it's your body's reward system. And so with adding these elements within the brand of giving back uh, via Save the Children or some of the sustainability things we're going to talk about, you're kind of getting these one, two, three punches of dopamine, uh, which to me is a pretty cool effect when you have this whole package that delivers that. So talked about the social component. Now we're going to the sustainability component. And as you mentioned, you know, this is more than just helping the planet or helping the environment, both of which are obviously critically important, especially uh, as we are all aware uh, these days. But really, the end game of all that is to protect our species, because the planet will be here, <laughs> regardless if we are here or not. I mean, you don't have to look too far back in the history of our planet, uh, millions of years to see that the dinosaurs ruled this planet for millions of years, uh, way longer than humans have even been around at this point, uh, modern day humans. So they left the planet, and guess what? The planet stuck around. New life came in its spot, and here we are. So uh, now the dinosaurs weren't creating waste and plastic and toxins and all that stuff. They were a little less fortunate with how they <laughs> disappeared. It was beyond their control, but we're in a p- unique position as a speci- species where we're controlling our own fate uh, with the situation that we're facing today. So as Sunrise, we're playing our role um, in tackling and addressing those uh, areas, specifically the spaces that we can control, which has to be around packaging and um, the growing processes, uh, which involves the partnership with our growers.
0: So it's an overall, it's like you said, it's not just about one thing when someone, okay, let's be real. One, when I think of like sustainability, John, it is, it's that, okay, great. We're we're just going to recycle plastic. That's fine. Or I think of like, I'm a little old school. I think of like, yeah, don't laugh. Don't laugh. Okay. Do not laugh. Ready? When I think of sustainability, then I start thinking about like Al Gore and global
1: warming.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Am I right though? Because if you look at it, I don't think people really understand. Like when we talk about sustainability, what we're actually talking about, it's not just like, you know what? I am not going to use the plastic bag at the grocery store I'm going to use paper. Like that's what the majority of the everyday common human being thinks about sustainability and recycling.
1: I know it's sort of terrifying while being kind of amusing at the same time. I mean, think of it this way, right? So over 50% of the trash that we create as a human species goes to landfills in the U S okay. That's, that's food scraps. That's paper. That's yard trimmings. That's wood. Those are all compostable materials. And that amounts to about 60 billion pounds of mineral rich food material going to landfills each year. That's, that's the weight of about four and a half Egyptian pyramids each year. You're literally throwing away the building blocks of life. It's, it's completely insane. And, and Waste is a human invention. We define yes. it. We define it. We define waste as anything that's unused, unproductive, not properly utilized. We're the only species that has that concept of
0: waste. Mm. Oh, I mean... It's kind of funny because we are kind of the only species here that has the evolved, I would say, brain function to be able to, right? We go back to the, like the modern, that can stand on our two feet, right? Um, that can use, we have the opposable thumb, right? There's so many things, right, that other animals or other species are not able to do, but have lasted a lot longer on this planet than we have. So there's something there that we have to recognize so when we talk about sustainability it is not just uh about plastic all the time now in your case we're selling fresh produce so it's got to go back down to the dirt uh one of the things that when i was reviewing your the section of the ipa where they had the, the innovation section and i saw it one thing that i saw was you had a plate of dirt and i'm sitting there going what the heck does that mean like is the bag made from dirt uh I mean, I don't know. You know what I mean? And so those were things where I'm like, okay, these are other questions that I need to talk to John about, which are when you say compostable, and remember, I hooked you up with a gentleman that was talking about compostable. Uh, One of our other organizations wasn't able to answer the question. So I need you to answer this for me. The dirt, I understand it's going back to the dirt, but is it about the plastic or the ingredients being able to be compostable? Talk to me about it. Help me. You see, I'm struggling here, John.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So if we're talking specifically about our grape bags, which earned us that uh, award at IFPA last month. So there's basically two main categories of compostability. There's there's the industrial compostable uh, packaging, if you will. And then there's the home compostable packaging material. Um, industrial compostable means it needs to go to a facility to undergo that composting process because it needs X very high temperatures and very specific conditions to break down that can only be done in a very controlled environment. Um, then there's home compostable, which still requires a certain uh, amount of parameters to undergo the composting cycle, uh, the right you know level of temperature, oxygen, and humidity, but it's not nearly as strict and as confined as an industrial compostable. So our great bags are home compostable. Now, composting Let's take a step back. So the, the bags themselves are made from a unique polymer blend. Now, when I say polymer and blend, that means there's different kinds of materials being used here. So there's bio-based materials, which make up about 20 to 30% of the material in that bag. And those bio-based materials are a blend of cornstarch or sugar cane. Then the other remaining 70 to 80% are compostable polymers. Now, those are proprietary blends developed by the manufacturer of the Mac. So I couldn't tell you the actual chemical makeup of those blends, but they have been certified and regulated as being home compostable. And actually, home compostable standards are extremely, extremely strict uh, because you literally cannot have any plastic or any kind of particles whatsoever left over at the end of the degradation process. So to get that certification, there's literally no room for uh, anything. So that's what makes up the bag. Now composting is potentially one of the strongest levers we have to reduce the global warming because the issue that we have today, let's take our standard grape bag, which is made of a, basically a poly, that uh polyplastic so basically different layers of different chemical plastics it's typically like a recycle number 5 which you know i think it's 1 to 8 on recycling so it's somewhere in the middle area and that you basically the higher you go up the harder it is to recycle that plastic and a recycle 5 is kind of that midway area, area midway towards the you know difficult spot and the reason for that is because it uses so many different layers of different plastics. So you're dealing with all these different chemical makeups of plastics, which in the end, when it goes to the recycling facilities, some just can't handle it, or they just can't recycle it into a new material that can be used. Basically, you know, there are thousands of different types of plastics, and you can't melt them down all together and then be able to reuse them. You know, they degrade after one or two uses. And then the more plastic, the more that plastic is reduced, the more toxic it becomes. So that's why most of the time people just resort to new plastic because it's cheap, it's easy to produce, uh, and people can discard it pretty quickly. So with composting, you're taking this or basically this organic matter, you turn it into organic waste. You're reducing uh, uh, the waste that goes to a landfill because if it goes to a landfill, it's going to Eventually break down over thousands, hundreds, or of thousands of years, and in that process, producing methane, which is eighty times more potent than carbon dioxide, uh, and that's really, you know, a key component on the climate change uh, front. So, if we can control that, that that puts a big dent in it. And composting, in of itself, can make a significant impact on our soil and agriculture because compost is nutrient-rich soil, hence that plate that I put in that uh, shelf that you're uh, describing in the showcase there. So basically when that bag breaks down, it turns into nutrient-rich soil, meaning that it brings nutrients to plants, it stabilizes root systems, it allows the soils to retain more water. It's basically completing that regenerative cycle. So you're no longer just creating this human-made chemical toxin that can't go anywhere afterwards. It's gonna go back into the earth. It's gonna re, regenerate the earth and in turn create uh more nutritional um crops, increase the crop yields, strengthen the plants' immune systems, and helping that soil become rich. You
0: know, even hearing all this, I still think I'm gonna have to listen to it again. I think this is more education uh for everybody, John. I think it's because again, I'm like what you just said. I'm filtering it through, but I'm also like, I don't understand some of it as well. So I think it is a lot about education. And I think a lot of companies out there are probably lazy in the way they, you know, pretty much consume knowledge and they're thinking, no, we're doing the best part, right? Just like me, right? I have a recycle bin and I have a trash bin in my office that's like the most common sense of recycling. Right. So, um, I think that for, for that, I I think that that's, it's amazing that the company's going back compostable, 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 right. So making it where when it does recycle, it's not making it into the landfill. That's like one inch less on that mountain landfill. Everyone is that, you know, you really got to think about when you drive by these landfills, you know, it's like, you ever see that (laughs) you're all right. Don't laugh. Right. I got John on this laughing thing. Yeah, keep telling Uh, me that I know, but, uh,
1: You
0: know, before you start we'll go uh then we'll jump to a quick break but you remember that movie idiotocracy if you've never seen it please watch it because they tried instead of watering their plants they give their plants gatorade because of the electrolytes and you know but it's funny as of the fact that we grow into a society of idiots that were like well you know people tell us to drink gatorade because we're sweating so much you want to put it back in your body you know photosynthesis only happens when sunlight and water mixed together on a plant, right, John? So it's like, they put Gatorade all over. They, it's hilarious, John, I'm telling you. I'm going to send you the link. Like, they had like spray rigs going through spraying Gatorade over all their plants. And then one guy was like, what about water? And they were like, whoa, 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 buddy, whoa. whoa. There's a limited amount of water, but it's crazy how people think and how they consume knowledge. And I think by hearing what you're saying, I got to listen to it three to four times for it actually to sink in. So everyone, we're going to take a quick break, hear from our sponsors and get right back to talking about sustainability, Sunrays with John Papp. Discover Orchard Freshness on Amazon Fresh with Arctic Apple Slices. Arctic Apples stays orchard fresh longer than other pre-packaged, pre-sliced apples. This means less waste and no more half-eaten apples. Plus, you'll love the undeniable freshly picked flavor. Arctic Apple Slices are available in convenient grab-and-go bags in both Arctic Golden or Arctic Granny varieties in select markets on Amazon Fresh. Packable, snackable, 100% irresistible. In the heat of summer, you're just counting the days until cooler weather and all those fabulous fall flavors. Packed with a refreshing flavor everyone loves, noble Florida Starburst Pomelo's, the largest citrus on earth, and the perfect sweet fall treat you've been waiting for. Perfectly ripe for a limited time. Look to NobleCitrus.com on where to purchase your next Noble Florida Starburst Pomelos. Are you ready to enhance your skills? Every day we are tasked to make fast, effective decisions to keep up with the fast-paced produce industry. At AgTools, we take the pressure off of gathering data to help make your day easier and more enjoyable. Connecting the supply chain with AgTools is a unique, practical, and easy ag tools can be used from multiple angles of the produce industry from farmers all the way to logistics companies we call that 360 degree decision making day after day visit us at www.agtechtools.com to gain more reliable and relevant data to see more achieve more and now back to our show it's always great to hear from those sponsors and dynamite companies creating dynamite content for the produce and supply chain industry. Again, we're talking to John Papp of Jack Vandenberg Inc., but exclusively talking about the Sunrays Sustainability brand. So, John, welcome back.
1: Good to be back again.
0: Um, don't make me sing it again, bro.
1: Don't uh, you make I, me? I thought it. I would. I thought I would.
0: You were like, please do. It's most enjoyable. John, sustainability is a big factor, again, for our species, not only the globe. We're talking about sustainability. We're talking about compostable, recyclable plastic and how to create a new future. And that's something that your organization has been doing over 100 years in business. I mean, yes, okay, Jack Vandenberg was established in the 1940s in the US, but going back overseas, You know, your company's been involved or the family's been involved in selling produce since 1904. I mean, we're talking about almost 100 years in the business providing quality produce and now working to, you know, be sustainable for the globe.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a funny thing if you think about it, but you see a lot of these, you know, I call them these big corporations, the ones that have millions or billions of dollars. And you kind of would expect, them to be the ones that might be leading these sorts of things and you know they have the teams of r&ds and all these things but at least what i've encountered within this specific in this in this specific industry is that you really don't see that many doing what we're doing now i don't know if it has to do with maybe more red tape and bureaucracy or whatever it might be but you know we're we're kind of doing what we feel is right we're seeing other companies that are smaller like ours also doing that and um look somebody's got to do it and if it has to be us uh we're (laughs) we're happy to partner with any company big or small to join us in that march because it's it's not gonna happen with us alone you know it's gonna it's gonna take a a whole army of like-minded people to get this done
0: yeah community Growing together, and and that's what it's about, right? It's not about being in your own silo and having your own customer and going, no, this is me. It's about collectively working together, like we did. You know, uh, I mean, we had a packaging company that literally didn't do or have the knowledge that you have. They're in the process of it, so being able to connect him to another person. It helps everyone out, John, because that guy, if I just had told him, you know, no, I don't. He never would have maybe reached out to you. And I don't know if he has talked to you already, but I mean, he's got a cool packaging. It's a bag that is going to replace all the, you know, the rolls in the, in the produce department, he's creating sustainable bags that are obviously full recyclable, but he's trying to get them compostable. So if they do get thrown away, right. Um, they're not just going to the landfill, but they are biodegradable. And he was like, I want to make compostable bags. And it was great to be able to connect. It. And I think that that's how we're going to win this fight.
1: No, definitely. You have to, because, uh, you know, Jack Vandenberg, even if they have all the answers, <laughs> it's not like uh, uh, nature is just going to bypass us and uh, kill off the rest of the species. So we 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 do have to all work together um, and hopefully just continue to pull up people along the road along the way that will join us.
0: That is 100% building the community together, everyone. You know, I've talked about this more and more, um, but our competitors, who are they? They're bimbo. They're, they're Lay's potato chips, right? Um, they're Edmonds donuts. I'm not saying we don't eat any of that, right? But they still are the competitors. So when you look at like Jack Vandenberg and LGS and right uh, Pacific Trellis, and yeah, you guys all import citrus, right? But at the end of the day, the goal is to feed America the goal is not to get more fruit in than Jack Vandenberg. It's not the goal. And if that is your goal, it's you have a messed up business. I'll tell you that right now. Like if your goal is to try and beat somebody else out of the water, well, we'll see how long you last.
1: Yeah. It shouldn't be about trying to eliminate the other person or, you know, the way I look at it is always competitors raise our games, right? I mean, I don't want to destroy them because if I end up just destroying all my competitors, what then? Okay. I'm by myself. I'm not going to, do any better at that point, because why should I so uh, I like to be challenged. I like a competitor to come in and say, "You know oh, I got this solution, and uh, uh this is helping me here, and then I say, "Okay, well, let me see if I can do it better and then you just keep going up that staircase, and at the end of the day we're all winning, maybe one's coming up on top temporarily for that period, but in the end we're all getting better and improving and in turn of like you said we're we're helping the whole industry
0: and I feel like that's what I, I'm good at doing is kind of bringing some of the industry together and connecting people together with each other. And that's what I'm hoping to do is how do we build this thing together? This isn't politics. This isn't, you know, it is business, but, you know, I said in a previous episode, you know, Michael Casanetto, um, the president of Robinson Fresh said, you know, this is years ago when we, when we talked, when I worked for him, you know, we would talk about going and meeting with our competitors and he would say, listen, we're all competitors, all of us are going after the same customers, the same thing, but how to be collectively work together to accomplish the goal, right? Because there's always going to be someone needing more fruit.
1: Exactly. 100%. And I agree with
0: him. And, and, I, and I think he's got a good mindset towards that, which is why he's been so successful in his career, which is, like I said, leading towards opportunity and leading towards a better future, uh, not just for himself or myself or yourself, um, but for the community and and i think it'll work that way I, re- I really do so um what do we got coming up in the future of innovation what 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 can we expect from uh jack vandenberg
1: oh man the pressure's on uh, <laughs> that, that was my first thought that came to mind once i got the award last month is uh, oh god now now there's a standard set um oh yeah no i mean we're, we're look we're always we're always looking for the next thing you know we're, Everybody wants that crystal ball. Uh we do our we do our best to try to predict what's coming. Yeah, you know, we're we're gonna continue to explore areas um on the sustainability front, that is, of doing better than what we're doing today. Um, you know, there's plenty of areas where we can still improve, whether it be at the farm level, you know, we're working with our growers uh to get them up to a certain level on a sustainability front, uh within their farming operations. You know, a lot of our growers are gonna undergo these. Sustainably grown audits uh, in the next year or so, and then of course we're going to continue to look at packaging because look, even the great bags uh, that won the award, they're good, but we want to even do better. You know, I'm I'm never satisfied, so we are going to continue to look at every segment, even if it gets rave reviews and awards. You know, it's still not going to be enough because we we can always do better. So, short short answer is, <laughs> we're looking at everything, and improving on everything.
0: I like what you said there because, you know, a great leader said to me one time, and he's so great. I don't even remember his name. (laughs) Don't laugh, John. Uh, But yeah, it's like, you know, he's, you know, when you get the question asked of, you know, what's been your best day in your career? And the answer he said was, my best days are yet to come. So I believe that in, in your project that you just said, it's like, listen, that was an accomplishment. We made that accomplishment, but that is not the end all see all. Um, our days, our best days are coming. We're just starting the process. You know, it's funny because in jujitsu, we talk about position before submission a lot. And obviously, because, you know, everybody, you know, you want to choke someone out or you want to, you want to beat them up, right? Um, But you got to understand the positioning. And a lot of times there's six steps of positions to get before a submission. I'm taking this in the concept of now produce, but I believe there's six steps, seven steps to get to the place where you're going to be. So that first one is, yes, we got the knee onto the belly, everyone. Yes, I shoved my hand into his gi. Yes. But then all of a sudden... He flips you over and now he's on top. And now you have to perform a different game, right? Same thing. You've gotten to the sustainability award. You've gotten to the compostable, but that is not it. The best days are coming.
1: Absolutely. Yep. You have to you have to think that way. Cause then what are we what are we working for?
0: Hey. We're working for tomorrow, everyone. A little bit of future. So, John, I loved having you as a guest, as always. We've got some history coming. Um, I know you have a couple. So before we get off today, let's give a couple trivia questions to our guests. I know you've been posting these on LinkedIn. Let's do two of them real quick and see if I can do ones you've already closed the poll so I can see if I get them right or wrong or not.
1: All right. All right. And I swear,
0: if you do one in Citrus and I get it wrong, I'm just done.
1: I'm just done. (laughs) That's Yeah, I, you, I'm gonna I'm gonna be very careful when I pick you. I don't want to give you anything too easy here. Let's, true, true. Let's let's start with a mediocre one. How you know what? Since we've been talking about grapes, we'll start with grapes first. So the first use of table grapes has been traced to this royal. Now, do you want me to give you multiple choice, or you just want to guess? I need
0: multiple choice. So you're saying this is the first table grape that was aligned with a with royalty, is what you're saying?
1: It's the first table. Well, it's the point. It's, this royal basically started the trend of table grace. Prior to this, it was used primarily for wine and. Okay,
0: line. give me some. Give me. Give me. Uh, give me my options.
1: All right. Option A: Queen Victoria of Britain. Option B: King Hammurabi of Babylon. Option C: King Francois the First of France. Or option D. King Charles I of Spain.
0: I don't know. Ooh, I feel like the Spaniards love their wine. I'm going to go with Babylon.
1: Ooh. I'm wrong. That is not the right answer. <clears throat> <laughs> the actual royal that has been dubbed as being the originator of the table grapes was King Francois I of France. So he had a fondness of the Probably going to slaughter the name of this uh, variety, but Chasselas grape as a dessert—it's <laughs> some French French variety, I take it. So he he enjoyed having those at dessert so much that people uh, upped him the first one to do table grapes.
0: All right, you got me on that one. I was trying to go like you know, oh maybe this, maybe that. No, I was wrong. I was wrong. What can I say? All right, what's the next one? What do we got?
1: All right, so you want citrus, huh? Dun, dun, dun! All right, all right, we'll go with citrus. Now, if you don't get this one, then I'll be quite disappointed. I'll be quite disappointed. I've got a lot of citrus answers wrong, so... This citrus fruit was the first to come to the notice of Europeans and was for many years the only one known. All right, here come your choices. Is it A lemon b pomelo c citron or d orange
0: i think i said pomelo in the, the first original answer <laughs> and, and it's it, it's crazy because I, I i don't know why but i want to stick with pomelo <laughs> i'm not sure if it's the right answer it might be citron but i, I don't know like I, i'm gonna man you're killing me you're killing me so it could be a lemon though too listen is this like who wants to be a millionaire can i phone a friend at this point or you know can i go out can i go 50 50 50 -50? john let let me give me a 50 50 you ready okay and we're left with pomelo and citron that's messed up you did that on purpose you did that on purpose. That's how, that's
1: how once million, a millionaire, uh, millionaire worked, remember? It was always the two that you
0: were stuck It's with. always the two that you definitely think they are. Um, Oh my God, I'm going to go with Pomelo. Is that your final answer? Hey, why did you say that? Now For I the
1: million sw- dollars.
0: I want to switch to Citroen now. Listen, if I had to phone a friend now, I would call you. So I'm going to go ahead and phone a friend. <laughs> hey john it's pk what's the is it is it pomelo or citron i'm gonna go with pomelo still
1: the correct answer is citron i knew it i citron. knew it so during the biblical times aside from religious ceremony the citron was used for medical purposes for combating seasickness intestinal problems and even even as an antibiotic and antidote to poison and it took about another 400 years for the lemon to reach the Mediterranean area. Wow. That's amazing. That's a long wait for lemons. Yeah. If you're a lemon, a lover.
0: Long, you're a lemon lover, that was a long wait. Definitely a long wait. Well, I love the history. Keep, uh, We're going to have some more for you coming in the future, everyone. Um, John, it's been great having you on the show. It's great getting to know Jack Vandenberg and the family and having some fun in person. I always say if anybody wants to get a hold of you, yourself, or the organization, how can they go about doing that?
1: Uh, So you can email me at jpap, P-A-A-P, at jackvandenberg.com. That's jack, J-A-C, vandenberg.com. Or you can visit us at our website, which we revamped about two months ago. Uh, And then LinkedIn, of course, you can find me at John Pap or Jack Vandenberg. And yeah, I think those are the best spots. Well, everyone. As I say,
0: we'll see you in the field and on the horizon. And John's coming back in 2023, everyone. So get ready. You've been listening to the Produce Industry Podcast with Patrick Kelly. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Anchor to get new, fresh weekly episodes. For more, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Produce Industry Podcast. Until next time, see you in the fields or on the horizon.